Well, welcome to another episode of The Deep Dive, in which we take a deeper look at uh, the topic or the passage of focus for uh, any given week. And then sometimes we have bonus episodes like this one, where we look at uh, worship songs and ask the question, what shaping effect do, uh, would singing this song have on uh, the corporate body that gathers together to, to worship and to sing it? Um, Sometimes we'll walk through or talk through the theology or the scripture backing or just the deeper meaning. Uh, but my name is Brad. I'm joined by our worship leader, Caleb Carlson, again. Uh, Caleb, good to have you here. These have been, I've enjoyed these. Yeah, these are good. These are these are good. I, I think, um, just keep coming back to that line, like we sing our theology. Yeah. And uh, oftentimes, this is something the preacher has to get over, mm-hmm. uh, but whenever people uh, leave the the worship center, when leave the the uh, the service throughout the week, the things yeah. that come back to them aren't necessarily my, you know, two points and six sub points. It's the, <laughs> it's the, the song that they sang yeah. um, and the lines and the lyrics there. Um, and that's a good thing. I was actually at a conference uh, the other day and uh, Ray Ortland, who he's a, a pastor and an author. Um, he has been in PCA churches primarily, but uh, recently he's moved. He's uh, a lead pastor at an Anglican church. And so in that um, tradition, you know, in, in our Protestant faith, like the, the message is often the, like the thing that the service is based around. It's the thing that things drive towards and then drive from. Uh, but in the Anglican church, it's very much the Lord's Supper. Yeah. And uh, he loves it. It's be- he says it's beautiful because, you know, the, the sermon is one guy on stage preaching and the sure. Lord's Supper, the focus is not the one guy. It's... It's the remembrance together, everybody yeah. together doing it. And yep. so I think uh, maybe something similar for, for worship, the, the corporate body, the group of people who are together singing. Um, it's not, not worship for me, you know, in the shower or in the car singing, right? but it's, it's different. It is. Yes, it is. So uh, tell us what this, this week we're talking about a song that we're, um, we're singing this weekend. Yes. Um, we've sang it. For, oh, plenty yeah, of times. A lot of times. Yeah. Um, but the song is... Yeah, the, so the song is King of Kings, and it's a Hillsong tune. Brooke Ligertwood, Ligertwood, I never know how to say her name. It was easier when her name was Brooke Frazier, but then she got married, so now it's hard to and, say. And maybe it's different if she's, you know, in, in Australia. Right. Compared to uh, Yes. Here. But, um, yeah, so the song King of Kings, and... We have sung this plenty of times, mm-hmm. but we're probably going to come back to it a few times here over the next 15 weeks where we're doing this series on uh, the book of Acts. Mm-hmm. And so it just makes a lot of sense. It talks about the birth of the church, which is what we see yeah. in one section of the book of Acts. And Well, and in, and in the, the book of Acts, this series, you know, it's, we're doing this series really intentionally because yes. we're in this interim this interim season. And so for us as a church, we want to uh, expand our understanding of what, what does it mean to be the church? What is it like? How do we do church? Well, there's some different kind of key uh, topics throughout the series where we're going to hit church leadership and governance and things like that. Cause it makes sense, but it's really a vision series. Mm-hmm. Um, who, who are we to be as a people? Right. And let's look at the early church. Not that we're going to romanticize the early church, but we're going to look at the early church um, and their model as they were just getting started. Right. Yeah. That's good. So, yeah, I mean, this, this song King of Kings, it's what we would call, it's similar to the song we talked about living hope. It's, yeah. it, it has a gospel flow to it. 
right? Very much it tells so. our story. And actually, when we were uh, talking about this earlier, Brad said, yeah, this is very much like a, a modern hymn. And, and that's very true. Um, you know, a lot of times we, we name hymns as like the things in the book at our grandma's church. Mm-hmm. And that's just not what they are. Yeah. Um, so hymns are deeply, you know, uh, a theological in the sense that they tell the story. Um, and, and it just starts out right away, just naming the depravity um, of human nature mm-hmm. and just um, the fact that we were in darkness. I mean, literally the first line, in the darkness we were waiting. We were waiting. And there's even something about that. A lot of people use this sometimes like um, to open a Christmas service mm-hmm. because it has that Advent feel of like waiting and longing. Um and that like the, the next line without hope, without light till from heaven, you came running, there was mercy in your eyes. Mm-hmm. And it's like this picture of, of, of the savior running to us from heaven, but by means of this really meek mm-hmm. savior mm-hmm. in a manger. Yeah. So really cool, really cool picture there. Um, but yeah, that's, that's just where it starts off and mm-hmm. it says what he came to do. And it says to fulfill the law mm-hmm. and, and what the prophets had said. Um, through a virgin and it comes from a, from the throne. Like it's not something like from the world. It's something holy that comes to fulfill this of endless glory. Yeah. So this, this idea, I think oftentimes when we think about Christmas, we think about the birth narrative. Um, it's hard for us because I mean, one of, one of the great things about Jesus is that he, he's fully human. He's fully mm. person. And so we can relate to him because we understand what it means to be human. Um, and he understands even more what it means to be human. So it's it's a great thing, but uh, we don't always have a great frame of mind for what he was doing before the incarnation. Mm. And so this image of like from a throne, not just of, of glory, but of endless glory, yeah. like he's been it's existent. All he has been existent from eternity. It's not yes. like he all of a sudden was born and now there's a, a second member of the Trinity. Right. Like he was ruling. He yes. was reigning. He was, you know, Colossians talks about um, holding all things together yeah. and, and for him, through him, by him, right? All yeah. all things were created. Right. Yeah, that's good. Um, But yeah, and it has that picture though, from that to a cradle in the dirt is what it says, yeah. which is like so good because I think sometimes we have this really pretty picture in our head because Christmas is pretty and decorations are cute, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, we have this really cute idea and, and the nativity is like oh, all just nice and clean oh it's and real nice calm dude mine's like porcelain <laughs> it's like very nice that's awesome <laughs> ours is like a carved wood and i mean so so you know you and your wife you're expecting yeah. and um it, it's not this <laughs> no no it's not yeah um so anyway, but, and then it goes into the chorus, which, which we can talk about now, I think, but we'll come mm-hmm. back to it as well. But the, the cool thing about this is that it has the gospel flow yep. with response. Yeah. And so good. a lot of times there's like gospel flow and it's just, Hey, we're just singing what we believe. And that is good. But this one kind of takes uh, like changes lanes mm. and then comes back and forth. Some obviously all the same highway heading uh-huh. the same direction. Yeah. Right. But it, it takes this lane shift for a second and just says, we're going to praise God for that. So I've never thought about this is, um, well, I, there have been times when I've just thought in general, like, Oh, Hey, music seems to be somewhat like there's a pattern to it or there's verse and then chorus and then verse and then chorus. And I've, yeah. I've never really like understood why that is or where that came from. Yeah. Is the, 
the chorus of a song? Like, is that usually like for, for the sake of like the worship space, is it normally, um, Hey, here's some truth. And then chorus congregation respond to Mm -hmm. it. So there are some like, you know, in, in when Gregorian chant, you know, in that era, Mm -hmm. when that was a, Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. That's what it's like. That was a lot of call and response. Okay. Um, in classical music, there's typically like a hook, what we would call a hook or a riff or something like that, that continues to show up mm-hmm. throughout an entire like orchestrated like piece, mm. right? It's an entire composition from movement to movement. It doesn't even matter. And so, um, like it'll continue to show up even if they've like changed to like a minor tonality. So like now all of a sudden it uh-huh. sounds sad, uh-huh. that hook will still be there and they call that a mo- motif. Uh-huh. And so a lot of times we can consider a chorus almost as like a motif, motif. of like, this is the common thread. The recurring thing. This is throughout it all. Okay. Um, not that the other things aren't always constant sure. and true, sure. but like here's the common thread that we're sticking with in yeah. this thing. So a lot of times the chorus kind of, either sums up the whole idea of a song, like of a song theology, yeah, yeah. or it's like the response to the rest of the content. So there's not just like one, but that's like a few cool ways to look at that. Cool, so. Cool. so then yeah. we get to verse two. Yeah. So this is why. Hmm. Like, okay, we were in dark and waiting, uh-huh. and he came. Uh-huh. But why? What was his Mm. goal? It Mm. wasn't just like, it's not just this like assumed Jesus came and now things are better. Yeah. But it's he came to do these things Mm -hmm. so that yes, things would be. Yeah. As as this verbiage says, reconciled. So reveal the kingdom coming, reconcile the lost, redeem the whole creation. I love that picture. Yeah. The whole creation is redeemed. It's a very um, holistic, robust gospel message that yes. the good news um, that we we so often want to like just peg on justification by faith and what he did on the cross, which, I mean, nobody's, we're not throwing out justification by faith. Like <laughs> no. it's, it's yeah. pretty essential. Yes. Um, but this idea that, you know, the entirety of creation, right? It's good news for the entirety of creation. Yes. So I love that. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it says in, in order to do all those things, he didn't despise the cross for even in your suffering, you saw to the other side, basically, cause you knew it was our salvation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, and then it says for our sake, you died. Yeah. I was planning for some, some Easter and good Friday stuff today. And it just really struck me like the suffering. I, I, this is so elementary, yeah, but profound at the yeah. same time. The suffering that Jesus experienced was so humanly real. Mm-hmm. And it's to your point earlier of like fully God, fully man. And I think about that and I'm like, well, yeah, but he like, he didn't sin. So he doesn't like get it, get it. And it's like, oh no. He took care of the sin. Yeah. And I was, so I was reading, it's like, he goes up the hill, right? Simon carries the cross because he's in bad shape. So his cross is carried for him. He gets to the top of the hill and he's in such like dire need of physical sustenance. They offer him up this sour wine 
and he like takes a drink of it. And all of a sudden, this is the first time I've had this picture. All of a sudden I just have this picture in my mind. And I think I've seen Passion of the Christ. Like I, I think I was like 10 years old. Like it's a okay. long time ago. Probably shouldn't have seen it, but for sure our movie. Right. That's that's probably this. Yeah. But like I don't know, it's just this picture of like Jesus literally just needing anything. Mm. It just like something. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, that's very human. Mm-hmm. Like I've never been in a moment like that, yeah. but I've been in a moment where I'm like, dude, I need some water y- Yeah, or something, Yeah, you know? Yeah. And so just to think that like he took that, even though like it, it even speaks to the, like the mocking that was happening mm-hmm. of like, why don't you just take yourself down? Yeah. I almost have this thought of like, come on, Jesus. Like why, why would you take that from them? Yeah. Like they are killing you yeah. they're they're taking you to slaughter and yeah. like you're gonna take a drink from them and i'm like you don't need that of the vinegar but it's like, oh wait your human side needed that and that was just to show us even though you could see to the other side you still went through the suffering so that you we could understand that our god knows our depths man hmm. so get done off my stump here but hmm. preacher preach <laughs> anyway um yeah. And then again, into the chorus. So there's the, the chorus. it's the common there's thread of common like thread responding phrase. to mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Um, and it's interesting because like there's this theology. I actually even mentioned something this past weekend about when we were singing the song, Holy Spirit, like mm-hmm. we don't have to invite him here. He's already here. He's here. There is a sense that we need to welcome him. Mm. And so, and those are distinct. That's really good. Those are distinct. Um, mm. And so there are some, some, folks whose theology would tell them like that uh, an invitation to the spirit or, or like, you know, I, yeah. An invitation to the spirit is like necessary, like an invitation sure. to sure. come in and like change me. But it's his response to our sin. Mm-hmm. Right. Like we, it's this like reciprocating response. Mm-hmm. It's like, God created Eden, mm. like this perfection, created all things, but I'm just using this picture, right? Man falls, mm-hmm. and his response is redemption, mm-hmm. and our response should be praise, and then he responds to it. You know, his, his spirit is constantly responding to the way that we're... Yeah. Yeah. Not because of the way, but to the way that we're praising, yeah. right? Yeah. And so it's just this really cool thing of like, yeah, we're going to we're going to respond again. Mm-hmm. So anyway, and he's responding cool. to us and yeah, then we're yeah, responding yeah. to his goodness and yeah. which he which he loves. He's a jealous God. So Well, and that's the gospel, right? The gospel um yeah, there is an initial response. I mean, we're we're called to respond to it, and yet we're still called to respond to it every day. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So then it, it takes it, you know, cause it, cause it ended that verse at, yep. for our sake, you died. Then it goes into resurrection. Yes. So he rose, the stone was moved for good. Mm-hmm. The lamb had conquered death. Debtors from their tombs. Um, angels stood in awe. The, all the, the souls of all who'd come to the father are restored. Mm. And, th- and then it speaks of this church, the church of Christ is born. Which I, which I love because so often when we, when we speak of gospel, when we sing of gospel, even like 
often it stops there. Yes. Resurrection. So the fact that the church is is included yes. into this story is incredibly important. And again, this is it was like the spirit moving mm-hmm. because of that, right? Among the people. Mm-hmm. That people responded to it, right? By the power of the spirit, the church was born. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, yeah, uh, Robert Peterson in his book, salvation accomplished by the Son," he talks about the, like the seven, I think it was seven different saving events of Christ. Mm. And, um, one of them is the, it's Pentecost, mm-hmm. the sending of mm-hmm. the spirit as an act of Christ. He's the one that sends the spirit. Um, not that the spirit wasn't present, not that the spirit was, wasn't there, but the spirit does something in a unique way that ha- hadn't been done in that way before in terms of indwelling believers and, and working through believers for the sake of um, the gospel, the sake of God's mm. presence being, you know, fully with. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, the gospel truth of old. I mean, there's something that, like every time we get to that line, I just like start to just get goosebumps. Mm, and I yeah. think the uh, younger generations, especially, there's a reason that... Um, like the the Catholic Church and the Anglican Church and some of these like higher, more liturgical uh, churches are are seeing growth amongst young people. Yeah. There's something that uh, when we if we just make our um, church thing this modern movement, we mm-hmm. are um, we're missing something. Like and it's 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 we're rooted to uh, this gospel that has worked throughout history. And honestly, the gospel truth like. I mean, that goes back to the garden. That goes back to Genesis 3.15. Absolutely. Um, the good news of what God is doing yep. um, in humanity. Yeah. Yeah, there's something about those things that hold up. Yeah. Like, there's not a lot that holds up these days. For sure. Like, and I don't want to sound like an old man, like, they don't make it like they used to anymore. Hey, you know what? I was stranded on the side of the road for two hours on a <laughs> Sunday evening on the way up to a conference in a vehicle that should go 300,000. Yeah. So they, like, but that's the thing. It's like something that holds up. Yeah is like intriguing, but, um, yeah, I, so I have, I actually have a gripe with this song. Go for it. Can I, can I go Please. for it? And it's like a very minor gripe. It's yeah. a fine tuning thing yeah. and it's an incredible song. I wish, um, I wish that it would have we language in that last verse where it says, oh. so this gospel truth of old shall not kneel, shall not faint by his blood and in his name in his freedom. I am free. Yeah. Like I wish that said we are free. Yeah. For the love of Jesus Christ who has resur- resurrected me. Yeah. It's like us. Yeah, this corporate language. We're singing this together. Yeah. And so I understand how we can say me and we mean that for me and we mean that for them. We mean that for all of us. We mean that for the singular mm-hmm. global church. Mm-hmm. Great. Mm-hmm. But it's like, oh, it's so cool to re- be reminded even just by the verbiage in a song that this is corporate, that we're raising this together, that it's not just for me, it's for you and it's for them and mm-hmm. it's for everyone around mm-hmm. us. So there's probably an ethical thing about like singing a song the way it's written. Like, is there a license to, in, in that moment, say we're going to sing it with we? No. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I, Unfortunately. I thought, cause it, it is <laughs> a, I mean, that is a powerful moment. Um, we have individualized justification and there is an individual justification and yeah. yet, um, even justification within the Old Testament people of God was very communally mm-hmm. oriented. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I do think that that is, um, there, there's a lot of money out there for the person who, uh, <laughs> can write some to, really yeah, good who can write some really good corporately yeah. worded, yeah. um, worship. Yeah, for sure. I, uh, you can write, you can write to the 
to the riders and get, and, and get permission. Also, some riders will put out like if they know there's a line in a song that fits their personal theology, but they want it to be a song yeah. for people who have other theologies. Sometimes they'll have optional like like an alternate mm-hmm, alternate like lines and verses and stuff. Um, Fascinating. Like like the classic David Crowder, "How He Loves." He wrote yeah. it with um, "Heaven Meets Earth" like an unforeseen kiss. His original is "Heaven Meets Earth" like a sloppy wet kiss. Well, Matt Mayer, right? Wasn't he? He was part of it he too. Was part yeah, of I think the I think there was there was a co-write. Yeah, but um, well, David, a, David Crowder made it. There's popular. another song um, where oh man, what's the song? Hanging on the cross. Oh yeah. Um, um, hang on, hang on, hang on. I know. I'll get it with you. But we're not going to waste the people's time. Yes. We'll come back to it in the comments. Oh, if we need to. Christ be magnified. Christ be magnified. Yes. Yeah. So it's. Uh, oh, yeah. I'll be crucified, I'll be with, crucified you, with you. Or you can hang me there with you. You can hang you. me there with you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was listening to that the other day and I'm like, wait, that's not how we sing this song. Mm hmm. So. Yeah, I won't bow to idols. I'll stand strong and worship you. If it puts me in the fire, I will rejoice because you're there too. Death is just a doorway yeah. to resurrection life. I'll join you in your suffering. If I join uh, you in the suffering, I'll join you. Yeah, when you I'll rise. join you when you rise, when you return in glory. Hmm, where is that line? Anyway, it's in that bridge Hang somewhere. Me there with, yeah, yeah, whatever. Uh, we'll, we'll deep dive that one another time. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, Let's note that. We'll, yeah, we'll do that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you can do that. Sometimes they have, yeah. you could ride into them. Uh, okay. I actually know somebody that wrote into somebody and they were just like, no, you can't change Interesting. it. Interesting. Like don't, cause it's the theology it's they the, believed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they wrote it. Um, there are also songs like a lot of hymns. Now here I am yeah, using yeah. that term yeah, yeah. in a way that, but, um, they're public domain. So you can, you can do what you need, but. And then the song ends with just a, another, another yeah. chorus. Praise the father, praise the son. Yes. It's, it's good. Awesome. It's really good. Awesome gospel flow. Great response in it. Trinitarian theology. Very. Yeah. Yes. Cool. Okay. So, thank you. Uh, yeah. This has been good. Absolutely. Uh, again, as always, if you have a song that you would like to see us deep dive uh, in the future, please either put that in the comments if you are watching this on YouTube, or you can always email us at podcast at calvary.church. You can find this podcast and uh, all of our other deep dives and other resources on our website, calvary.church slash resources. Uh, we hope that this has been an encouragement to you. Uh, as always on the podcast, we want to say we want to keep our Bibles open. We want to keep our mm-hmm. song lyrics open, yeah. um, constantly just be exploring the truth uh, that we read and the truth that we proclaim uh, through song uh, individually and together. Uh, Thanks for joining us this week, and we will catch you again next time. Thanks for listening to The Deep Dive, a Calvary Church Media Productions podcast. Be sure to subscribe and leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts.